Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. This is your host, as always, from Movie Lovers Unite, John DeGorio, and I just want to sit, talk about something real quick, and that is Audible. What is Audible? I'm so glad that you guys asked. Audible is the leading provider of spoken word entertainment and audio books, ranging from bestsellers like Anne Rice, Stephen King, the list just goes on. Their whole entire catalog, when it comes down to their audiobooks, is just fantastic. If you're on, on the road and everything, and you want an audiobook, and you want to download it fast, go ahead, go to Audible. You're not going to regret it. They actually have a trial right now that you guys can actually jump on. You can actually go on ahead, go to the link, and it'll bring you up to that trial. And a matter of fact, every month, members actually get one credit to pick any title, plus two Audible originals from a monthly selection, and access to Daily News Digest from the New York Times, the Wall Street Journal, and the Washington Post, as well as guided meditation programs. Another thing, too, guys, that's not all they have. They also have, they also have, finish, if you actually want to go ahead and do some things to actually better yourself for 2021, they have stuff for that, too, like finishing more books or becoming a better parent, leader, or a person, how-to books which is something that everybody seems to grab onto a lot lately and everything else. So if you guys are actually looking for something to maybe better yourself for 2021, go on ahead, check out those books as well. They have a big catalog. You guys won't regret it. Go ahead, click on the link below in the description notes. Go on ahead. You guys won't regret it. Sign up for that trial period. And always, until next time, stay safe, guys, and enjoy the show. And God bless. Hello, movie lovers, and welcome to the show. For today's podcast episode, we're actually going to be doing a movie review on Jingle All the Way. This movie came out in 1996, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger. This is actually one of my favorites. It's a classic. And we actually have some people inside the chat right now I want to actually give a holler at, and that's Larry Lease. Larry! Finally, a Christmas classic. Movie, movie, movie. Good vibes. Yes. And by the way, guys, if you want to catch Larry, you guys can go on ahead and catch him on Cinema Gold, which is his podcast. It's a good podcast. Check it out. He actually did a review on Jingle All the Way just recently. So check that out when you guys have a chance. So let's go on ahead and get on with this review. This movie is one of my favorite movies. As a matter of fact, it didn't do so well. Well, actually, it did pretty well at the box office and stuff like that if you actually look at it. But critically, it actually got a lot of bad criticism from critics because they, they said that there was not an actual plot or anything what? within the movie or anything like that because it was hard to identify what the plot was but I'm like hello it's just a plot about a guy who's trying to get a turtle man doll for his son and that's the whole plot yeah. and also too I want to mention that Sinbad is actually in this movie and everybody I just want to let you guys know that Sinbad actually suffered a stroke just recently and so I just thought I would actually give him a little shout out and everything and say, and let us let him know that our thoughts and prayers are with him because Sinbad is one of my favorite actors in the nineties. Whenever you actually look at it, I liked him in house guests with him and Phil Hartman. Phil Hartman's actually in this movie though too. And I love this movie because of the fact that it's about a father who's actually trying to get a trouble man doll for his son. And he goes through hell to try and get that doll. Mm-hmm. And Matter of fact, this is actually back when the Tickle Me Elmo dolls were actually popular. 
mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. It was around 1996, so everybody was actually tackling each other down for a Tickle Me Elmo doll. But in my, get this, in my common sense and everything, I was thinking, why are they tackling them down for that? Why aren't they tackling each other down for an N64? Because that's what I would actually tackle someone down for. Because at that time, N64 was coming out, was out, and everything too. But this was also one of those things where where it was um, about the 1980s, but the Carrot Patch dolls as well. Yeah. So they just made it more modernized and everything with uh, the Tickle Me Elmo thing, which I thought was really good for its time. What do you think? Yeah, I was actually doing research on all the um, toys that were popular at that time. And we talked about the Cabbage Patch doll. That yeah. You can see YouTube videos of parents fighting and pulling each other's <laughs> hair, getting into the Christmas spirit. Very touching. <laughs> um, I'm just going to go through <laughs> a few. Um, so in the 90s, we talked about Tiffany Elmo. Uh, Game Boy. Did you get a Game Boy? Yeah, I had a Game Boy whenever it first came out on the first release. Uh, did you have the Home Alone Talk Boy? Yep, I had that too. That was good. And Sega Genesis. I know I begged my mom for a Sega. Uh, Beanie Babies. Uh, Barbie Dolls. They'll never go out of style. Um, I begged my mom for a Power Ranger toy. I think it was the one where you can like change their their head. It it yep. sounds creepy, but it's like comes out their chest like alien, like Bleh. Yeah, I actually had like, that one. <laughs> and get this. I had the hardest time trying to find Tommy, the white power ranger. Oh oh and yeah, he was hard. Yeah. He was very hard to actually get. And you know where I found him at? I was in Boston during the summertime. I saw this uh, family and everything. This kid was just playing with his Power Ranger toy. And I said to my grandfather, after looking in Toys R Us and everything, I was like, that boy has a, uh, has a, you know, a Tommy action figure from the Power Rangers. So my grandfather pulls over and he asked him, son, oh, he goes, son, where'd you get that Power Ranger from? He goes, oh, I got it at the cigar shop. What? <laughs> So, so we go over to the cigar shop, and that's where I got my Power Ranger for Tommy, <laughs> the White Ranger. Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> like in so, the movie. <laughs> right. we, we went to different toy stores. It was in the summertime, I remember, and that's when I found the White Power Ranger at the cigar shop. Yeah. Of all yeah, I think back then it was. Like fifteen bucks, something like that, right? Was it like I want to say eight or nine, eight or nine dollars? Oh, I'm sorry, that's today's price. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah, today's price is like fifteen, twenty dollars for for that. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, and then uh, two thousands because I'll be quick because we have a a lot to do today, tonight. We have a very big show tonight, John. Yep. Thank you. Okay, and two thousand is the Razor scooter. Have you? Did you get one of those? No, I never got. It was early two thousands. Um, Brat's doll, uh, Xbox three hundred and sixty. That was two thousand. Yeah, I got a three hundred and sixty, but I sold it for a PS three. Whoa, that was that's on the list too, John. It's yeah. like you know my list. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, Nintendo DS. Uh, for some reason, iPad. I didn't know the kids were getting iPads, but whatever. 
Yeah, the parents um, were got me into that stuff. Like, I remember the parents asking me, "What should I get my kid for Christmas and everything? What should I, should I get him an iPad or a tablet?" I said, "Go with a tablet because chances is you're gonna pay four hundred dollars for an uh, iPad that they're gonna break. Tablets are a lot m- less expensive than an iPad." Oh, that's smart. That's smart. Yep, you're a smart man, John. You're a smart you. man. I want you Appreciate to know that. I want your audience you. to know that too. Okay. Uh, so 2019 LOL surprise doll. Did you hear about those dolls? No, I didn't know like about this, that. It, it looks like this giant is in the shape of a snow globe, like a giant ball or something. And it comes with a variety of surprise toys from this LOL surprise company. Hmm, I didn't know about that. So now the hot toys now are the Star Wars Baby Yo-Yo doll, as I call him. <laughs> um, the LOL Surprise Remix doll. Apparently, they're back. Um, there's something called Squirrel and Style Tie-Dye Studio. So you can make your own tie-dye shirts. Okay, that's, that's There's something called <laughs> um, Little Live Gotta Go Flamingo, which I saw it was a flamingo on a toilet. So that's for the children. Um, <laughs> um, like a virtual reality um, science accessory set. That's that's the big see. one now. Yeah, and a, a logo, uh, Legos. Legos never go out of style. So no. those are the hot toys for this year. <laughs> and then, of course, you. I have to agree with Larry on this one. PS5 is definitely the hot one as well. PS5, yes. PS5. No pun intended since it's actually burning houses down. Yes. <laughs> or burning up. <laughs> yes, yes. But Just I have to agree with... for the holidays. Right. But I also have to agree with uh, Brandy, though. The Sega was actually expensive, and I didn't get that under my tree. And I, as a matter of fact, it wasn't until the summertime I got a Sega when the price actually dropped. Oh, yeah. I, my poor mom. I managed to beg and get on her nerves enough that I got a Sega and then I begged again for games but I only got two games um so I played the shit out of those games so it was (laughs) so it was Street Fighter 2 every day all day (laughs) oh I I used to play the shit out of that out of Street Fighter that and Mortal Kombat those were the two go-tos oh I wanted Mortal Kombat but my mom said, I got you this Sega, and that's all you're getting. And I was like, okay, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but let's see here. What I love about this film, though, at the very beginning is we're first introduced into Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's over there on the phone, and the secretary is telling him, look, you have to hurry up for your son's karate class. Mm-hmm. And you can definitely tell this is the 90s because every kid in the 90s was taking karate and everything. There was no UFC fighting styles or anything like that. It was just playing karate. And so, you know, he winds up talking later than what he's supposed to. Next thing you know, he's late. Mm-hmm. And so instead of him going through, you know, just waiting for the traffic to lighten up or whatever and let it move on through, he goes on the right-hand side where the police officers normally pass at. And all of a sudden, you see a police officer that just pulls him over. And um, that's when... 
Arnold uh, is having to do recite the ABCs backwards. He's having to stand on his nose, uh, stand, stand on one leg and everything and stuff like that. And he was late for his son's karate lesson. And then that's when his son winds up telling him about the Turbo Man doll. And because at that point, Arnold is like, look, I feel bad. What can I do to make this up to you? And so his son is like, I want a Turbo Man doll. Next thing you know, he recites the whole entire commercial <laughs> for him. <laughs> Battery's not included. I want the one with the special voice box where uh, special voice box uh, batteries not included and everything. And also, too, I love the background of his room. At that point, Fox did not take over Marvel or anything like that. And they oh. had the Incredible Hulk in the background. They had uh, Incredible Hulk sheets with the Captain America behind it. Marvel was still just a comic book. Um, was basically just a comic book company still. So that was something that was interesting. And it was also a little tip of the hat to the original Hulk because Arnold was actually a guest star on the Incredible Hulk TV show. What? So he played I didn't cool know that. Yeah. Wow. So I thought that was actually pretty cool. And so another thing that I want to actually mention, though, too. So after he winds up reciting the whole like, bit with the commercial and everything the next morning, he's actually trying to venture out. Arnold's actually trying to venture out and start his day. And his wife's like, where are you going? He goes, oh, I'm just going to the office. And the night before, though, he was like, yeah, I got the Turbo Man doll. And it's just good. I'm glad that you got the Turbo Man doll because otherwise uh, they're going to be hard to find. He's like, yeah, I got the Turbo Man doll. And then, <laughs> and then the next morning, he's like, I got to get the D-O-L-L out of the office and everything. And the son is thinking that he's trying to miss out on the parade and everything that him and his mom always goes to. Phil Hartman is the probably the most, the person that I would want to deck the most in this movie. Yeah. Because he's like a smooth operator and everything. He's like trying to get all the women in the neighborhood to try and sleep with them because he's a widower. Or maybe he did sleep with them because at the karate, um, at Jamie's karate um, practice or tournament, all the moms were giving him cookies. Right. You know. <laughs> They're giving him cookies, but not yeah. only that, but if you think about it, though, he's all, they're also hitting on him, though, too. He goes, hey, we need you to come over to my house and everything because I know that you have a special tool that you can use to actually yeah. help me with that certain thing that I want done. And it's kind of like a wink wink type of thing, you know? Yes, yeah. And he was <laughs> like, I don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> right? And he's just playing it off. But, yeah. but the only woman in the neighborhood that he can't seem to get is, of course, Arnold's wife. Yes. And the and the person that you want the most is the mo the person that you wind up wanting what you can't have. So therefore, yeah. he tries everything he can to make a move on him. Mm -hmm. So I thought on her. So I thought that was actually pretty funny. And then of course, you know, he, Ted's actually Phil Hartman's character's name. And when Arnold's about to leave, Arnold's about to leave. That's mm -hmm. when. He has the reindeer in his ha hand and everything. And he goes, oh, I'm sorry. They don't normally attack people or anything like that. And you can definitely tell Phil is actually, um, that Ted is actually trying to attack him with the reindeer. So yeah. he can get out of the name. 
But what did you think about all that setup and everything as far as the opening goes and stuff? Um, the opening was really cool because it it brought audience into the day of the life of Jamie, just sitting in front of the TV watching the Turbo Man commercial because they actually shot it where we're watching a Turbo Man series, like an episode. Right. And it reminded me of Power Rangers, actually. It does have a Power Rangers Yeah, it does have that. Where they're out just randomly in the desert, and then explosions happen, and you're like, whoa, where did that come from? But I didn't have to think about that, because I was a kid. (laughs) Right. Because I was like, that just happens. Well, to be honest with you, even as a kid, I was like, okay, this is just a representation of what Power Rangers is. So this is like me watching Power Rangers and everything. I was just eating that up because I like the fact that they used the fictional character to be like the Power Rangers and have that little bit of cheesiness in the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. And um, his name is Dementor. Yeah, Dementor. Yeah, he he had that Rita vibe where he was like, I will get you next time, Turbo Man. He just randomly on the cliff and then he just disappears in a puff of smoke like Rita used to do. Right. Yeah, I I liked it. And then the scene like pans out to it being a TV show, which I think that scene's always pretty cool. And Jamie's watching it and he's just soaking it up like a kid. Like I would do sitting there mm-hmm. from the TV, like, ooh, I want this. I used to write lists to my mom, and I was like, I used to put it on the refrigerator. I'm like, hey, that's what I want, because that's what I saw on TV. And if I don't get it, then I won't be the coolest kid in school. I only right. got one of those things, but I was like halfway cool. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I was the same way. I was like, if I don't get this, I feel like I'm missing out. And therefore, yeah. I'm not going to be with all the popular kids. I'm going to be in that exactly. loser section of the cafeteria that yeah. I don't know. And then you got to come to school after Christmas. And people are like, oh, what you got for Christmas? You don't want to say clothes. And they're like, you're a loser. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I got a Turbo Man doll. <laughs> yeah, I got a Turbo Man doll. Oh, my God. You're so cool. Me too. Come over to my house. And then it breaks. Like they said, and then you lose interest in it, and then it's just right. in the corner collecting dust. Right. That took a and turn. <laughs> this is what Larry said, though. He said, Surprise, I just realized watching it that the kid is a young Anakin. That's actually. Uh, oh. oh. <laughs> I didn't even realize it. <laughs> I didn't even yeah, know that. Cool. Yeah. Oh, he did but, have a lot of um outbursts, so that makes he sense. Did. He's very yeah. emotional, child. <laughs> he was. He was very emotional and depressed because he couldn't get his Turbo Man doll. I'm surprised he yeah. didn't try and force choke Arnold into trying to. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense because you know, Anakin, Jamie in this movie, his dad didn't keep his promises. So he grew right. up and got in touch with the dark side and became Lord Vader. Boom. <laughs> but what? here's <laughs> another thing. Always <laughs> <laughs> oh, do that. <laughs> but another thing, though, too, that I have to say is the part where uh, Ted winds up telling him, hey, look, you need to put ty- uh, chains on your tires for the snow. Oh, yeah. And 
you can hear Arnold mumble a little bit. He goes, I'd like to put you, or I would like to wrap your head around uh, chains. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds good. Because, yeah, that's true, right? Don't you? Because you're from Boston. So right. you have to use tires with chains, right? Yep. You would have to yeah. use tires with chains so that way, you know, nothing happens to your tires or anything like that. And it also makes it easier for, the, for it to actually go into the snow and everything, too. Mm, okay. So, okay. But yeah, cool. that's what we actually had to use. And you know, I I liked it when he goes and meets uh up with um at that point we actually see Sinbad for the very first time as a post postman at, sitting in front of the store. And he explains how he cannot stand his son for making him wait inside the store for this turbo man doll. And then he just has his loud outburst because all they're going to do is they're going to play with it for a little bit. And it's going to break. The head pops off. And guess what? Then you're spending hours over there just trying to glue the stupid thing on, but it'll never actually fit right or anything like that. Next thing you know, it's actually loose. And then, you know, and then all of a sudden he just grabs the woman next to him and everything and strangles her. I'm like, ooh. Yeah. It just got real. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm surprised she didn't press charges, but she didn't have time. She had to get a Turbo Man doll. So she was like, I just got to get choked out for a minute. As long as I get the Turbo Man doll, I'm fine. <laughs> right. Yeah, she got choked out by Myron, who was the post guy. And I, I, I think she was probably like, to be honest with you, I could just see that, though. It's like, you know what? I can press charges later. I just want to get my Turbo Man doll for my son. Yeah. And that's all I want. <laughs> and it's true, too, what he said. It's like the toy companies, they see what the parents have to go through and what can entice children. And then it was like, get this so you can be cool. Then the children go to the parents and they're like, mom, dad, I need this so I can be cool and I can matter. And then the parents got to break their nets and we're laughing at them on YouTube looking stupid, like punching each <laughs> other in the face and pulling each other's hair, <laughs> biting each other. I mean, I'm entertained by it because I'm not in the middle of it. But, exactly. you know... <laughs> Because they actually have to be the ones who buys it and puts it under the tree for us and everything. And we're just sitting on the sidelines, letting everything play out so that way we can get what yeah. we want. Yeah. And then maybe the kid plays with it a few times. And by, I say, maybe summer, they're over it. Right. And, and then on to something new. Went through and all of that and got punched in the face for your kid to play with. I feel broke ribs. I can't barely breathe. And you, you little shit. You just. You <laughs> gotta play for this three hundred and sixty-five days. That's what you got to. <laughs> and I'm a even Myron puts that up though for Christmas. <laughs> I get this though. Myron even points that out though too. He is even saying the uh, big toy stores are like the Illuminati type of thing. This is they before are. the Illuminati. Hmm. Everything he was this conspiracy theorist. Yes, <laughs> and everything yes. before. But, you know, I thought that bit worked for, with Myron, with Sinbad. I thought he did a very good job at making doing the comedic timing. And then, of course, you know, at first you think that Myron is actually pretty cool and chill and everything. And that, you know, they're buddies because they're all, the store hasn't even opened yet. So, of course, they're introducing <laughs> each other and everything else. Everything seems cool. Then all mm -hmm. of a sudden the doors open mm -hmm. and then forget about friendship. Forget about everything. Mm -hmm. It's either you die or you mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's either you get this doll or you die trying to get this doll. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. And then also, too, another thing the two shop 
people actually laugh at Arnold because they said, do you have the Turbo Man doll? And, and they're like, they're like, do we have the Turbo Man doll? No. Do, do we? Nope. And they started laughing. And, yeah. everything. and at that point, Arnold is just pissed off at them. And he goes, <laughs> where's your holiday spirit at? <laughs> sad yeah because i mean they opened the doors like you said and they were they were piled up there anyway like sardines and then they all started to tumble like bowling pins which was hilarious and then if you look at youtube videos you're like oh it's real life people actually do this people actually (laughs) fall and tumble and punch each other in the face (laughs) for a doll for For a doll yeah yeah but that just goes anyway. to show you the craziness of Christmas. <laughs> yeah, and it's not supposed to be like that. Like, no. you know, it's supposed to be, well, the older I got, like, you know, the more I, I got older, the less that my Christmas list got shorter and shorter on the refrigerator. And then my mom would ask me, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, nothing. I'm just, you know, my family, I got some food, I'm good. So, you know, they, my parents actually have to beg me, please, what do you want for Christmas? <laughs> I'm like, nothing, I told you. <laughs> I can buy my own stuff. I pay just leave me alone. I'm old. I just want to go yeah. on ahead and rock my rocking chair. Just yeah, leave me alone. I pay taxes, damn it. I can buy my own Christmas present. I can buy that Power Ranger doll you didn't give me. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, there's another thing, though, too, I have to laugh at is when Arnold checks on his home and everything to see how everything is going with yeah um with his son and everything. I thought that was actually with Jamie. And of course, you know, uh Ted answers the phone. He goes, Oh, your wife has just made some great cookies. Mmm, these cookies are great. Mm-hmm. Put those cookies down. Who told you you can have my cookies? <laughs> <laughs> Next thing you know it and everything feels so and, and of course, you know, it's not homemade cookies or anything like that. He's totally BSing him because of the fact he even said, oh, I already know what to do and everything. Because Liz winds up walking away and everything going upstairs to change for the parade. Yeah. So Ted is downstairs. But he, before she goes upstairs, she says, oh, I already know what to do and everything. Just wait until they're golden brown, 10 to 17 minutes and everything. And I'm good to go. So that goes to show you that they're not actually homemade cookies. It comes out of the tube and everything yeah. that you actually have to sit on. So, you know. John, so, no. <laughs> They're not homemade cookies? Well, I mean, if you already know what to do, if you know oh, it only no. takes 10 to 17 minutes, this is you terrible. know, and then of course, he's also BSing Arnold because of the fact he goes, oh, these cookies are so good. Mmm. And yeah. then I guess I have to get Liz to get me the recipe. There is no recipe. There is no recipe because he already said what, how many minutes that it's actually going to be set to. So it's all BS because of the fact that he's just trying to get under Arnold's skin. At least that's how yeah. I actually do it. Yeah, he was like, go get Liz. He's like, oh, she's in the shower. You want me to no. get her? No. <laughs> no, I don't want you to get my wife in the shower. And Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is named Howard. And, but I have Howard. to feel bad for Howard because when his son Jamie answers the phone, though, too, he said, Where, uh, where's your mom at? He goes, oh, she's petting Ted. She's white? <laughs> <laughs> she's riding Ted. Yeah, because remember, that was the reindeer that um, Ted, Ted brought his 
son a reindeer and all the moms in the neighborhood was like, I wish you could be like my husband, caring and loving. And then she looks at her husband. He's like, what? <laughs> What's going on? Another thing, too, though, Ted also mentions to him that he has a triple man doll underneath the tree, which is yeah. actually going to play out later on in this this other scene that once we actually get to it. Yeah. But, yeah. Got it. Go. <laughs> and he goes, it's nestled safely under my tree. And he knows that he's pissing Howard off. He knows that he's getting under his skin. And everything, but he just doesn't care. He still tries to hit on his wife, Liz. He tr- still tries to get under his skin, trying to be the new father, trying to get Liz to divorce uh, Howard and everything. But the other thing that I loved about this movie, though, was yeah, I like the um, the when they went to the mall, and this was when the mall was opening. No way. I think they they went somewhere where there was Turbo Man dolls um, still available and they were raffle balls. So they had to um, get in line for the raffle balls. Right. And then, there's also another right. But there's yeah, another yeah, thing too. Yeah, there was another scene inside the toy store. Remember when he has he goes to from toy toy store to toy store and he gets he just flips out over uh over it and everything, over Turbo Man. He takes mm-hmm. the display and just rips it. He punches it. Turbo Man comes back up and hits him upside the head and everything, knocks him <laughs> over a little bit. Yeah. And then finally we get into the scene that you're talking about. But go on ahead. Keep on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there was uh, raffle balls. And then they jacked the price up, too. It was like, okay, the price is going to be up 100 but you get these raffle balls and we'll do this uh, raffle and then we'll let you know who got the toy, whatnot. So the one of the store employees just throws the balls in the air because he's very sick of people just grabbing at them. And that's when like pandemonium ensues and then people are like grabbing the balls and they're like, um, I think one was in someone's mouth and then they like, like yep. choking them. <laughs> Yeah, one was his, uh, I believe it was actually Sinbad's mouth and everything, remember? Yeah, yeah, and, and then he's running away, and Arnold's like, he got two! <laughs> he got two! <laughs> you know, between my Arnold's impression and yours, I make him sound like he's Mexican, you make him sound like he's Indian, so. <laughs> I got Arnold's sounds, he's like, he got two! Get him! <laughs> Oh God! It was crazy, and then it was. It's like the whole family were following the ball because it, it slipped out of um, Myron's hand. Then it right. bounced through the mall, and then Howard's up there chasing the ball, and then it plops and falls off one of the mall rails into a girl's lap. Who and then she has it in her hand, and then she goes to some indoor jungle gym, and he, she's yep. playing with the ball, and yeah, then he. Yeah, and then he, Howard, is climbing through all these jungle gyms and sliding down in the ball pit with his huge self. And he's like, oh, give me the ball, little girl. And here's another ball, right? Right. So, yeah. And then then at that point. And then she puts it in her mouth. Mm -hmm. And he tries to grab it out of her mouth. And then all the moms are like, you sick pervert. And they're beating them with purses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then at that point, that's when he meets the uh, Jim Belushi's character, 
God. which is yeah. Santa Claus. He goes, psst, psst. anytime when you see a Santa Claus that goes, psst, psst, come here, do not no. go there because chances is he's a shady Santa. But yeah, don't do but anyways, so you want a Turbo Man doll? Because yeah, just come on. I know I know where you can get one. So he goes on ahead. He goes over to the warehouse and everything where these Santa Clauses are all at and everything. And they're actually, it's like a bad Santa's workshop. Or like yeah. underground bugs. Yeah, black market <laughs> and, Santa's. Yeah. Right. Black market Santa Clauses. That's what I'm going to call it. Black Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and also, black, also, too, black market elves, though, too, to go with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're all evil. <laughs> and uh, so what's funny is, he finally, Howard f- thinks that he actually got this Turbo Man doll and everything. All of a sudden, he presses the button. It's talking in Spanish. <laughs> and and Jim Belushi's Santa Claus is like, well, it's also educational. This is the special edition one. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Turbo Man's doll, the Turbo Man's head just falls off. And then that's when Arnold goes, okay, I want my money back. And then before you know it, there's a raid going down where they're about to arrest these Santa Clauses and these elves and everything, which I thought was actually pretty funny. And then Arnold gets knocked over into where the badges are and, you know, he poses as a police officer. <laughs> he goes, and he goes, yeah, I'm the, I'm the detective. I've been working on this case for five years now. And all of a sudden you just come in here like a bunch of circus animals and everything and just bust the place open. Wait until the commissioner hears about this. Yeah, I wonder if that can, if you can really do that with a cop. <laughs> like, who are you? I work on this case. He's like, don't look you at just have to be- Look at my badge. Don't look at it. Oh, oh. Just flip it real fast. <laughs> look at my badge. <laughs> I'm the law here today. <laughs> right. I am the law. <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that bit was actually pretty funny. And then, of course, finally, Arnold just has enough of it where he goes to this little diner. And, you know, then, of course, he sees Myron there. And, you know, at first they're just being friends and everything. They forgot, they forget about the Turbo Man doll for a little bit. There's a little bit of common ground, a little bit. And he talks about, goes, yeah, I'm kind of upset after the way I talked to my son, Jamie. Howard says that to Myron. And he goes, ooh, that was kind of rough on how you actually talked to him. He said, you might want to watch out. He might actually turn into someone that works at the post office with some drinking <laughs> problems and daddy issues. And next thing you know, there's an image of Jamie <laughs> drinking, out, drinking out of a flask. <laughs> yes, Dad. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> And then also, too, um, at that point, there's actually uh, on the radio where there's actually going to be with them giving out Turbo Man dolls. And so they're like, they're trying to fight each other to get to the phone booth and everything. And the (laughs) downer guy's like, why are you guys fighting for it? The radio station is just five, ten minutes away. So next thing you know it, Arnold gets in his car, even though it's all beat up and scratched up from hell and back again. Yeah. Too. yeah. And that was actually something that was actually pretty funny, though, too. Not funny for him, but funny for us. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, he winds up going over to the radio station before uh, Myron gets there. And he goes, it's, and he names off all the reindeer really fast. And he just kicks in the door. 
Yeah. He goes, I won. I won, right? He goes, that's not how it works. You're supposed to call into the show. No. And, and then Myron comes in after him. And then he's like, no, no, me. And then he, I don't know why he always goes, his go-to is to pick up a package. There's a random package because <laughs> he didn't deliver the mail yet. And he's like, I got a bomb. They're like, oh my God. <laughs> Nobody move. I got a bomb. I'm about to post that work on it. He's like shaking it all around. <laughs> I got a bomb. <laughs> I got a bomb. I got a bomb. I'm sick of this. And then it it's falls on the ground. Everybody's like, hit the dick. <laughs> and it's nothing. And it's just a nothing bomb. <laughs> right. And then there's the cop that um, winded up pulling Arnold over and everything. He goes, I've been in the armed force. I've been in the uh, force for a long time. This is not a bomb. All of a sudden, he opens it up and it explodes on him. Yeah, yeah, because he he did that again, right? He pulled out right. another package when the cops came after right. him. Right. Um. Yeah, and he's like, "This is a bomb. I got the detonator. I work for the <laughs> post office." And they're like, "Okay." <laughs> and even Howard's like, "Why do you have a bomb?" Because I always hold one back just in case. We always get a bunch of these in, <laughs> in the post office. Yeah, and then it was a real bomb. He's like, it's some sick people in this world. <laughs> but you were mentioning about the mail and everything. It's like, this is like life or death. It doesn't matter if your mail is late or not. Myron oh. is determined to get a Turbo Man doll for his son. Yeah. Yes, because they just got a divorce, right? Him and his wife. Right. Right. So he wants to be the good dad. So everything is riding on this, and your mail be damned. Right. <laughs> <laughs> your, let's just say if your kid had a Turbo Man doll and Myron was handling that package, chances is you won't be getting that Turbo Man doll anytime no, soon. He'll be under his tree for his son. <laughs> <laughs> and the mail will be delayed even more up until yeah, February. Yeah, that your stimulus check. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so after that winds up happening, with them, um, with them doing that, then he realizes too that he's also late for the parade, mm. and that's when he sees Ted hitting on his wife with the eggnog. Here, have some non-alcoholic eggnog. I'm like, so I talk <laughs> to myself. So, are you offering alcoholic beverages to other women so that they could sleep with you, or is this just specifically just for her not to have an alcoholic beverage? Because, I, I, I think he doesn't have to do much with those other women. He's just like, oh, I'll, I'll, he slides in to their DMs if this was like online. And he'd be like, oh, I can fix your sink for you. Your husband hasn't fixed it yet? Oh, no. And he's just fixing things around the house. And, right. and women like when you fix things, fellas. <laughs> they like when you fix things and you cook. That's how you get to a woman's heart. <laughs> well, another thing, though, too, is like before they even leave, that's when Howard comes back home. But he goes into uh, Ted's house because it, that whole entire thing with it echoing in his head he goes, it's nestled safely under my tree mm -hmm. where it belongs. So yeah. next thing you know, he, Howard goes into his house, tries to get the Turtle Man doll. He almost burns the whole entire house down with uh, Ted's house. And everything, and next yeah. thing you know, the Triple Moon doll is actually in his possession. And then they're wondering why he has the Turbo Man doll. If I was Howard, I'd be like, look, I saw the flames coming up and everything. I came in here to investigate. 
I was trying to save your presence. The only one that made it up was the Turbo Man doll. Here's your doll. My bad. Yeah. Yeah. Or I would have just said, well, it's in my hands now, so I might as well keep going. <laughs> or just jack them and run. Yeah. <laughs> you saw nothing. <laughs> but yeah, he could have did that too, John. He could have said, oh, no, your house is on fire. Um, like you said, I grabbed the Turbo Man dog because I wanted, I think, I thought this is the most precious thing to your son. Your right. son. And because I even have the Turbo Man wrapping paper. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was under plain wrapping paper or anything like that to guess that's what it was. It's yeah. very noticeable that was a Turbo Man doll. So yeah. therefore, it would actually have been believable that he actually did that. Yes. <laughs> that did remind me of uh, Christmas Vacation, the review we did. Oh, yeah. And the house was burning up, and I think the Christmas tree was on fire, too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Howard. He just he just wants to do something right for his son. It's just not going right. Just like Chevy Chase wanted to do this yeah. huge extravaganza Christmas for his family, and it's just going south. Going south, man. And then the reindeer comes in the house, and he's trying to fight the reindeer, and he punches <laughs> the reindeer. <laughs> the reindeer has Black eyes, like what? The <laughs> and the reindeer's like just <laughs> with his head bobbing everywhere. <laughs> it's like, what is this? And then, like when you know they go to the parade, he, uh, the wife goes. She asks um, Ted to take her and her son to the parade, and then she's disappointed in Howard. And then Howard's drinking bourbon with the reindeer. <laughs> it's like about to give up and say screw this you know I can't do anything right no and he sees Howard making I no, he sees Ted making moves on his wife though he was yeah. going to kick his ass but then he then of course the cops is running after him because of that whole entire scene uh, with the uh, explosives with oh, the bomb man. and everything and then that's whenever he goes into uh where the parade people are, and that's when he winds up with the Turbo Man costume on. That was awesome. That was actually pretty cool. I wasn't expecting that. That wasn't either. When you first saw that as a kid, were you expecting that? What were you thinking whenever he was just actually just, when they were just jumping him and putting on the clothes and everything? What did you think that was happening? Um, I I don't know. I I I didn't know what was going on at first. I was like, what is going on here? And you know, Boomer's like, Well, who do you think you are? And I'm like, Okay. Oh my gosh, Turbo <laughs> Man. This is the coolest thing ever. You know, screw the doll. My dad's right. Turbo Man. You know. Right. I, I as an adult, I'm stepping outside of my childhood for a minute. I thought that way they shot that scene was pretty cool from his point of view. They're like right. Him strapping him in costumes, and he's like, "What's going on?" And we're the same way, like, "What's going on?" And then we slowly figure it out. As Boomer, the toy nobody likes, the sidekick nobody likes. (laughs) (laughs) I've been waiting on you all day, pal. Why are you late? You know. And I liked it too. Whenever the guy who's the director of the whole entire thing goes, "Look." I'm glad that you were able to replace the other guy. The other guy got injured while doing this. 
And mm-hmm. it's so good that he actually took his spot and everything. So we were able to actually do this. He gave him the whole entire layout of what to do with the jetpack, what to everything else, really fast with the instructions. And Arnold's trying to process everything. Goes, I do not know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I like apparently that the, the other guy broke his neck doing the stunts. Right. He's like, but he's fine now. <laughs> right. He, matter of fact, he actually said he. There's some good news with that, though. He actually has some brain waves, some brain activity into his brain now, so he's okay. So good. good luck. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I'm glad he's doing better. Me too. <laughs> and then, you know what? Though they actually took. Uh, this is a little bit of trivia. Okay. But they actually took the suit that was kind of like the Flash. And use that for the idea of how to actually make the suit. Oh wow, I didn't know that. It made yeah. sense. Okay, yeah, I actually, I can actually see that to be honest with you, because I was even thinking that I said this actually has a very flashlight comic book type of feel with the costume. Mm-hmm. When you actually see bits and pieces of the sleeve coming on him and everything else, so yeah. it actually makes sense. Yeah, but yeah. oh, go on. Oh, oh, uh, uh, I was going to say uh, I have uh, some trivia. The actual Turbo Man doll was briefly sold in stores yep. uh, as part of promotion for the film. Oh, John, do you still have it? <laughs> yeah, I still have it. What? And you didn't bring it out? You, I, it's in the shed somewhere. <laughs> well, it's in the shitter. <laughs> it's in the shed somewhere. But oh, yeah, I didn't even ask for it to be honest with you. I didn't even know they even made those. I was just concentrating on N64. I wasn't concentrating <laughs> on Turbo Man. Great. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> so all of a sudden I see the Turbo Man. I'm like, ooh, this is actually pretty cool. It also had the voice box. It had everything that Jamie had wanted. <laughs> I was waiting for, um, for them to actually come through the house to jump me, Marlon oh, and them. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but, and uh, yeah. it's not it. Well, it's on eBay, but you know it's like two hundred and fifty bucks if you want it. <laughs> I should have actually kept that in the box. You should have, John. Jeez, I should have kept my what? Power Rangers. They're probably like three hundred bucks now <laughs> on eBay. <laughs> but I liked how the all of a sudden, uh, whenever Arnold just pops up, Howard pops up in that uh, float and everything like a rock concert and everything. And then all of a sudden the turbo man doll slides up up just like that too. And I thought that was actually pretty cool because, and of course Arnold's acting like a big, huge rock star Howard is. And he's like, I got the turbo man doll. Yes. He's celebrating at the fact that he got it. He doesn't know what he's going to do with it. He doesn't know what, what the next step is. And then of course his um, of course then they find of course the psychic goes hey nun nuts go and select <laughs> select a kid so the way you can get the uh, give him the doll so of course he points over to Jamie of course douchebag Ted's kid is over there saying he's pointing to me Jamie's over there fighting with him. And finally, he announces Jamie's name. Jamie doesn't even know how Turbo Man even knows his name or anything like that. He gets on the float. Next thing you know, Myron jumps the villain <laughs> <out> the <laughs> <laughs> and chases 
It's like an ongoing chase with the Turbo Man doll. Yeah. It's just full ridiculousness if you actually the think about it. The whole movie is like one big rat race. Right. It really is. Turbo Man, which is what I don't understand. The critics don't get. It's straightforward. Right. It's one bit rat race to get a toy for a kid for Christmas. You see, that's what I'm thinking, though, too. The critics at that time were very critical because of the fact they were probably wanting something more from this. But I'm like, come on. It's Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's good at one-liners. He's good at one-line jokes. He's an action star. He's not a top A-list actor that is going to win Academy Awards. So you have to expect that this is going to be a one-dimensional film, straight to the point, straightforward for the holidays. You're not looking for anything to actually go on or anything like that. And that's what I got out of it. It was a good family Christmas movie. I also loved uh, the part where he actually has the jetpack on when Howard turns on the the jetpack. And he's over there flying towards Jamie and everything. And he doesn't know how to work the jetpack just yet or anything like that. He's spinning around in circles. As a matter of fact, his head even hits the uh, bricks and it kind of just stays there <laughs> yeah. like a cartoon, like you would actually yeah. see on Roadrunner. <laughs> yeah, I like that scene. He was like spinning around in circles, flying, and then the jetpack stops just like a Looney Tune com- uh, cartoon. And then he right. drops down and descends. Almost to the earth. <laughs> right. And then finally, yeah. uh, they wind up, finally, and everything, he winds up getting uh, getting Sinbad. He winds up getting Marlin. Yes. And everything. And Myron. And at that point, the cops is like, thank you, uh, Turbo Man, for saving uh, saving this boy here. We We owe you a great gratitude. We could use someone like you at the station. And at that point, Arnold turns around. And and he goes, thank you, officer. And he's like, and the officer is just pissed off at him because he's been, ag- uh, Howard's been t- uh, pretty much pissing him off all the way through the whole entire movie, especially whenever he's yeah. knocking over the bike, the bomb. And even he mentions it. He goes, I'm sorry about the bike. I'm sorry about the bomb. Liz is just over there looking at him and goes, bomb? Bomb? What have you been doing? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like some Mission Impossible stuff going on there. Yeah, but but then the, he goes, "Here you go, son. Here's your here's your Turbo Man doll." Because I don't want the Turbo Man doll. I have the real Turbo Man right here. Oh, that's it's so adorable. Sweet. But at the point, at the same time, I'm like, I would have been pissed. I'm like, I spent the <laughs> entire day trying yeah. to get this stupid doll. You're not yeah. going to give it to Myron's kid. Forget Myron's uh-huh. kid. He's going to turn yeah. into a postmaster who has, yeah. was an alcoholic and has daddy issues. You're not yeah. going to be like him. You're going to be the popular no. kid in school. Here's your yeah. doll. That's what I'm going to I agree with you, John. I was like, you mean all I had to do was dress up like Turbo Man for Christmas and you would have been satisfied? Exactly. <laughs> to do the right. It's Turbo Time and that's all I had to do for Christmas? And I always <laughs> keep my promises? <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. but I would have actually, I, I would have been the one person where I'm like, you're going to keep this doll. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to play with yep. it until you're 21. I don't yeah. know. I almost went to jail. Old. I almost went to federal prison for you for um, fake bomb threats. You're right. Yeah, he was racking yeah. up so much charges, like bomb threats. 
destruction of property, um, child endangerment, posing as a policeman. <laughs> you just broke every single uh, law, though, in one movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, this man ain't going to jail. <laughs> No, if it's single all the way, you're not gonna go to jail. Okay, very good. And it was, it was directed by Christopher Chris Columbus. Actually, it was actually his production team that was. Um, it was produ- produced by him. Yeah, because Christopher Columbus yeah. was gonna do it, yeah, but he yeah. had some other stuff going on, so it was just his production team that actually did it. Oh, nice. Okay. It was Even actually. Uh, it was actually directed by Brian Livent. Okay. And matter of fact, he actually directed The Flintstones, Are We There Yet? Okay. Scooby-Doo, The Spy Next Door. And that's it. Oh, Beethoven. (laughs) He also directed Beethoven, Problem Child 2, which is actually one of my other favorite films from the 90s. Man. He actually directed an episode of Married with Children. Oh. So, he's done some... Uh, he even directed the very first Problem Child movie, though, too. Oh, yeah. I, I rented that movie as a kid, because I thought the the guy, the kid that played the Problem Child was so cool. And I was like, wow, I wish I could do that to my parents. <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I would be... If I did half the stuff that Junior did to his parents, I wouldn't be moving right now. I would be in a full... No, I wouldn't either. That's why I said I wish. I didn't say I was going <laughs> to... I, I know who my parents are. <laughs> I do too. I know them very well. <laughs> I know them very well too. <laughs> but yeah, like, I thought it was pretty cool um, that the parade was shot in LA. Yeah. And they had to make it like Christmassy. And it was right, like 100 degrees outside. <laughs> right. It's supposed to be shot in Minnesota. I believe. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I thought that was they, really interesting. They did a pretty good job, though. They did. Yeah, uh, they made it real feel Christmassy in uh, California. That's definitely. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very good job. Very good Universal Studios. You guys did a great job. Well, 20th Century Fox, right? Oh, sorry. because. This- <laughs> <laughs> because- because I even tweeted out to Disney Plus, I'm like, you don't have Jingle all the way, but you own 20th Century Fox. Mm. What did they say? They said we're working on it. Mm. They've been working on it for a year. They still wow. haven't gone. Yeah, that's that's their but, uh, screw you response. <laughs> we're right. working on it. <laughs> we're working on it. We're working but, on it. Okay, another thing I want to talk about is actually the post credit scene at the very end. Because I, you didn't even know about that. No, I did not. Tell me. Okay, at the very end of it, you think that was the end of the whole entire ordeal where the where finally his son Jamie actually learns his lesson about the true meaning of Christmas. It's not about the Turbo Man doll or anything like that. It's about Christmas being with your family and also, too, what, what your father did for you and everything and stuff like right. that and the lens that he will actually go through. Well... All that time, he never picked up a present for his wife. So, oh. Liz asked him as they're going to bed, so, 
all this with the Turbo Man doll and everything, um, I'm just wondering, what should you get me for Christmas? And all of a sudden, his eyes lit up like a Christmas tree. And he's like, oh, shit. Uh, and that's how it ends. Yeah. <laughs> and that's when I would have kissed her and said, I know what I got you for Christmas. Right. And that's all I got you to do for Christmas. That's what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> but they tried to do the same thing with um, Larry the Cable Guy for Jingle All the Way to... <clears throat> As well. Oh, it, Larry the Cable. Where there was a two? Yeah, there's a part two that came out for direct, uh, direct TV, uh, direct to DVD. Wow. And everything, wow. which I didn't watch because I don't really watch uh, direct to DVD movies because as soon as this is, they're stinkers. But mm-hmm. nothing beats the original uh, Jingle All the Way. That's yeah. my go to, not Larry yeah. the Cable Guy. <laughs> so. No. No, I, I wonder what he was fighting for, what they had, like Turbo Man 2 Deluxe. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know what they were fighting for. Turbo Man Deluxe. Yeah. To me, I think the sequel should have been with uh, Liz, where Arnold has to go back next year and try and get his wife something that she wants. Mm. Yeah. I would love- yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. I would love to see that, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, and him and the kid fights, uh, trying to get him and uh, his mom something, along yeah. with his dad. Okay, I think that would have been good. Yeah, but is there anything else as far as the trivia goes that you want to talk about? Uh, no, that that was all I had. But then again, I I should have consulted with Ben, or um whoever else were your trivia kings. Quentin. <laughs> I should have well, consulted with them before I came on the show. Uh, well, get this though. In March of 2001, a U.S. District Court jury in Birmingham, Mich- in, well, a matter of fact, in Michigan, mm-hmm. ruled that 20th Century Fox stole the script idea for Jingle All the Way from Detroit High School biology teacher Brian Whips, uh, Webster. The studio was ordered to pay $19 million Later reduced to 1.5 million, Webster submitted the script. Then named, uh, then named, "Could this be Christmas?" That was actually the name of the film was "Could this be Christmas?" Hmm. To the studio in 1994, and never received payment nor credit, despite the film making 129 million worldwide. Uh, 20th Century Fox appealed, and the verdict was reversed since Webster's script was submitted, and the studio had already purchased the treatment summary or outline of what would become this movie script. Oh, wow. Yeah. Dang. So it was everything to the T, right? He he created Turbo Man? Like he wrote I don't know about that, but he submitted a script, the script for this and named it something else, and then they went on ahead and probably made some changes and renamed it something. Yeah, I think that's what they do anyway in Hollywood. Right. <laughs> You have to be very careful who you submit your script to, because in Hollywood, they'll if they run out of ideas, they'll just steal other people's ideas and thoughts. Unfortunately, I agree. Yeah, so you basically have to make yeah. your own movie, which I think is we're in a good time now where you can make your own movie. Like people make right. movies on iPhones, 
That's what I was going to yeah. say. You can use your iPhone just to make a movie and everything. And yeah, you just kind of... yeah, you can release it on YouTube. Matter of fact, that's actually what um, the people from Concrete Jungle did. They actually filmed the majority of their film. Uh, they got some equipment and everything, and they made the movie and made it around their neighborhood. And that's what they did with Concrete Jungle. It's actually on YouTube right now for people to actually stream. Mm, on, nice. uh, yep. Cool. I got the public to actually uh, interview them. They're very oh. good, talented, young uh, directors. Well, one's a director, the other one's a cinematographer. And I highly recommend they guys actually check it out if you're looking for a little bit of a laugh that's thrown in with a little bit of 90s vibe mixed in with a 2020 kind of vibe to it. So there's that. Um, another thing I want to bring up is Sinbad actually improved most of his lines. And, yes. and Arnold also improved as well with the back and forth between the both of them, which I thought was really good. Yeah, um, I, I like Sinbad. Um in the 90s, like like you said, all the 90s movies he did, like House Guest was my favorite, too. Mine, too. Yeah. And uh, First Kid, <laughs> right? Wasn't he in yep. the same call? First Kid? Yeah. Yep, First Kid was my favorite one, though, too. Those were the two that ha- as high up on my list as far as favorite Sinbad movies. Yeah. Go. Yeah. But my introduction into Sinbad was House Guest. That was, like, my first movie that I watched with Sinbad in it. And I mean, fact, I still remember uh, Sinbad's character's name is Kevin Franklin, and <laughs> and achieve the McDonald's for some reason. Let's get yeah, McDonald's. Is, my favorite scene in that movie is with the McDonald's scene when he's supposed to be one of those guys who watches his weight, and he's mm-hmm. starving for a hamburger, and he can't eat in front of Phil uh, Phil Hartman, so he throws it and it lands into the baby's uh, basket. <laughs> and everything in the, somebody's house but another scene though is when he goes back over to McDonald's and the woman goes can I take your order? He goes and of course he goes yes you may <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite part though that whole scene they pretend to be a dentist and people are like I got this thing right here he's like oh <laughs> we need to review yeah. that one I think that would yeah. be great yeah oh sorry yeah yeah we'll, we'll review it because <laughs> I like that movie <laughs> I love I love that movie. House Guest is is my favorite movie and everything with Sinbad. It's great from the beginning to finish. But yeah, that's gonna be our review for Jingle All the Way, though, guys. I appreciate you guys actually joining into the live chat, Larry. Thank you again. As a matter of Larry. fact, yep, Larry actually said I tore out pages of a J.C. Penney's catalog. Going, I want this. I did the same thing too, though, Larry. I did the same thing as well, tearing out. Pages of the magazine making a wish list for Santa, which is really my mom or no, really my dad. No, no. <laughs> Santa is not real. Spoiler alert. Oh, God. <laughs> what if children are listening <laughs> to this, John? Oh, God. That's why I have age restrictions. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. <laughs> well, so okay. Yeah. And we have private policies, too. So we're fine. Right. We're our lawyers will be in touch. <laughs> oh my god. Anywho, um, tomorrow I actually have a guest coming on. He's an amateur um independent wrestler or retired wrestler. Am I right? Yeah. Wrestler. And I'm gonna be interviewing him on this channel for a YouTube live stream. So make sure you take stay tuned for that. That's at seven o'clock, eight o'clock eastern time, and then at eight o'clock, nine o'clock. 
uh, Eastern Time. I'm actually going to have Mike Perkins on with me. Yay. And we're going to be doing a Mafia Mondays a review for The Sopranos Season 4. You can catch that on the audio-only podcast, though. It's not going to be live, unfortunately, because of the fact that we've already reviewed all three seasons and audio-only. So I really just want to go on ahead and focus in on the podcast for the audio-only version, since people are going to be like, well, what about Seasons 1 and three, one through 3? <clears throat> Why are we just doing Season 4? So yeah. that's my way of actually saying, hey, look, listen to the audio-only podcast. You'll get to listen to all four seasons of that on the audio on the audio version of that. And, you know, I think that's actually pretty cool that I'm actually going to be interviewing this this uh, wrestler. And also, too, guys, um, if you guys actually want to donate into the show, how can you do that? I'm glad that you guys asked. You can go to www gofundme.com forward slash movie lovers unite and of course guys we're also on audible as well that's that are actually sponsoring us that's another way that you can show love towards this channel for our 30-day trial you can go ahead and do that and also too another thing that you guys can do as well is if you want some movie insight go to movieloversunite.com and everything for all your movie entertainment news and also to go to Pinterest and everything. We have some great stuff there. We also have Instagram now to, and stuff like that. Tamika is actually doing a fantastic job at posting the clips that we have from our episode segments and things like that. And it's fantastic. Go ahead and check out those clips in case you guys actually want to go back and revisit some uh, some subjects and some clips over there. Go ahead and do so. Go to Movie Lovers Unite slash Movie Lovers uh, and TV Lovers Unite. Go on ahead and do that. And then... That's pretty much everything I wanted to plug in. And on Twitter, you can follow me at Movie Lovers Unit and also on John DeGregorio8. And let me see if there's anything left in this live chat. She, let's see here. Brandy said that she loves Street Fighter. It was her, her absolute favorite video game. It was mine, too. Yeah. Uh, Larry said Street Fighter and Sonic. Yeah, I got Sonic, yeah. Uh, let's see. Brandy said I used to sneak over the neighbors to play Sega. Yes. Um. Let's see here. And then she also said, yes, Baby Yoda is everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo-yo. <laughs> Baby Yo-yo, which I have to actually see the um, series finale, season finale. And thank you. <laughs> and thank you, Brandy. I'm glad that you love the beanie. I've been trying to get do a little bit more Christmassy. I just have a red yeah. Star Wars shirt. So that's no. Christmassy enough. Well, close enough. My drunk goat um, Sweater. I don't know if anybody can see it. Can you see it? It's like drunk goat and um, it's like a beer and ugly Christmas sweater. Alrighty, so that's gonna do it for tonight, guys. I'm glad that you guys end up uh, staying with us and everything, and just letting us review this movie. And we'll be. I'll be back tomorrow. And always until next time, guys. Bye-bye and have a Merry Christmas because this is actually part of our Christmas episode for December 25th. You guys actually get to see it early for the people on, on audio only. You guys are going to be listening to this on December 25th. Always until next time, guys. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.